In the beginning, there was 365 days in a year. Well, we've surpassed 364 of those days, and we are ready to drop the best sports stories of the year on the starting lineup. Travis Sparks, he's here, per usual. Eric Fry pulled him out of the WCRC studio and said, you better be ready to talk because we got a big show lined up today. It is the New Year's pod, the best sports stories of 2022. Welcome in, welcome back to the uh, podcast of the uh, starting lineup. We're here again, my friend. It is the end of a year, and a lot of things have happened mm-hmm. locally, nationally, and it's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you on the uh, starting lineup, and we got a, a year to uh, recap. We got top 10 sports stories of the year of 2022. One of our favorite shows to do and to record every single year. Looking back at the year past that was. year, yeah, yeah, the year, the year that was, and it was 2022. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, it has been. Uh, it seems like we say that after every year. You know, 2020, we're like, man, that was. COVID, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. 20, 2021, we were still dealing with it, still dealing with the remnants of it. and At, the, at least at the start of 2022, I think we were still kind of dealing with it a little bit. But yep. uh, now with uh, basketball and everything, uh, no mask this year. So Yeah, that's that been was, weird. No timeouts every you know, 10 minutes yeah, or whatever. No, no timeouts, the guaranteed timeouts. That was uh, kind yep. of uh, fun. But then again, it was like, Last year, I was like, do you recognize it? Some officials did it. Some yeah. officials didn't and whatnot. But, yeah, no no extra timeout uh, this year. But, man, what a wild ride it has been uh, for the uh, starting lineup. Wild ride uh, for us. I mean, the starting lineup personally has crossed a threshold yep. uh, this year, 600 uh, episodes, which is a huge accomplishment as well and of course a big uh, shout out to uh right here at the top shout out to uh, all the listeners out yes. there for tuning in every single day to hear us ramble about national sports ramble about some local uh sports and uh thank you for uh listening uh, all year long and it's certainly been uh, uh it's been great been great for for the support it seems like uh, every uh, single year it gets uh, better and the sport just keeps uh, being there so we uh, certainly uh, appreciate that and all the people that are listening uh, every single day it's uh, awesome to uh, hear they enjoy uh, what we're doing what mm-hmm. we're putting out there for for sure and of course the starting lineup would not be possible without McMahon Meats, Stingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Earth Computer Repair and uh, Tatopolis State Bank so uh, we appreciate them as well for uh, sponsoring the show and uh, allow us to uh, do this every single day and you know we, we have taken a few uh, breaks here here and there with yeah. uh, the holidays and uh, you miss some shows I've missed some yeah. shows yeah. Uh, here and there but you know uh, for the most part not perfect 
Yeah, no one is. No one is, and uh, we try to bring it to you every uh, single day, and uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a wild ride this year. I I believe last year I had this. For some reason, I was all in the feels last year. I think it was. Uh, I had a big, long intro because I had – you know, an hour and a half drive to assess her this yes, uh, every, to think about it. It's past week, but I don't have any uh, real like long that's okay. drawn out thing this year. What I have is just thanks. You know, we started this uh, years and years ago as just an every Saturday thing during football and basketball season, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And then we grew it into oh, we're going to add a Wednesday podcast only. Yep, and still do the Saturday show. And then it became, we're going to do every day for two hours on the air mm-hmm. with maybe even podcast after that. Yeah. And then it became still going to be on air, but for an hour because two hours is too much. So no one wants to hear us talk for two hours. I mean, some with days, some days it feels like we could talk for three hours. Some days I can barely fill 10 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So, uh, but we've, we've had people listening and you know, the thing that I I don't, I can't speak for you, Travis, but the thing I love is when we reach out to coaches or we're at games and coaches come up to us and say, listen to the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what it's about Mm -hmm. is we're trying to give something that isn't in our community, a daily sports show talking about daily sports in Effingham and the surrounding areas. Right, sports that you care about. Yeah. So when we have coaches, you know, we reach out to coaches for interview and they go, sure, I'll be on your show. I listen every day. Or I listen and download the podcast every day. Or whatever the case may be, it makes us feel good. Yeah. So make sure you go and rate and review. Give us those reviews um, if you do listen. And obviously you are listening if you're hearing this. Um, mm-hmm. But get, give us a review. Let us know that you're listening to and that you appreciate what we're doing. And, you know, I will be one. I'll take criticism. If there's something that you want to see us do or try in the coming year, put that on there. We'll read it because we're just two guys. We, my creative brain is not very good. So that's why we come up with fantasy drafts of, you know, food Foods. for, for you know, the holidays. But <laughs> And we'll do more stuff like that. But if there's stuff where we get an outpouring of a lot of people saying, hey, why don't you do this? I'll look into it mm-hmm. gladly. Right. Let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. We'll try to cover it. For sure. Best we can. But yeah. Again, just two guys. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, and uh, we're always trying to, to do more. Yes. And uh, there are uh, some uh, things always in the works. It's whether mm-hmm. uh, the execution of those yes. uh, things uh, get, get done. Uh, but... Uh, you know, so stay tuned. I'll say this, and and again, I'm speaking for myself. I'm not speaking for Travis here because he may be, have a different opinion than me. I never wanted to be the sports show that was stick figure. We're just gonna read and recap sports mm-hmm. because that's we can give you what you know ESPN can't by talking about local and regional sports. That's fine. But that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to entertain as well. Yeah. And I wanted to have fun. Mm-hmm. And to me, sitting here and just reading scores is not fun. You can find the scores anywhere. And you can yeah. read them on our website just as easily as we can. <laughs> you know? So that's why we try to do some of the different things we do is to, to try new things. Right. Try to entertain the people out there. Yeah. 
And uh, one of the things that we do uh, try to do uh, to entertain uh, you all every single year is a recap of uh, everything that happened uh, this year. Because, you know, some of the things that happened in January, you might have uh, forgot about or you're like, oh, hey, yeah, that happened. So uh, this is uh, the top 10 sports stories of uh, 2022 of the uh, of the year recapping everything that happened uh, locally and nationally as uh, we have a list of top 10 at least I have a list of top 10 local top yep. 10 national yep. and you do as well yeah i love how our top we're still calling it a top 10 show as we're going to talk about 40 different things sure <laughs> that's the starting lineup right yeah, there yeah, in a nutshell it's totally totally <laughs> a starting lineup for sure <laughs> so uh, also uh, throw it in there as well i also like to look back on the year as well and remember some of the yes. uh, people uh, that we uh, lost in the uh, sports world yep. and uh, celebrities as well and a few uh, people that uh, mean more to us here and yep. uh, maybe some of you out there yeah. uh, as well and so we'll also look back and take a look at, at that and uh, memory of those people there of who we lost in 2022 i'm ready to get this party started all right so i got the champagne over here let's get it ice. started and yep we're gonna we're gonna pop it open toast the new year Toast to the new year. Absolutely. Here's to a brand new year, but we'll save that for the end of the uh, show. Mm -hmm. All right. So we are going to get to our top 10 sports stories of 2022. So uh, let's do it here. All right. Who do you want to start? Um, You can start. I'll start. You want to start local or do you want to start national? I think we should start national because we would end on local. Or do you want to do both of our national lists and then do both of our local lists and just do 10 and 10? No, let's uh, – I kind of like that idea of starting – I mean, I know that's what we've kind of done in the past. But But we always get confused at some point. Yeah, so let's run through the national sports. Okay, we'll do our 10 national sports. First, and then we'll save local for last. Okay, so my number 10 national sports story of the year, and I put this one here because it's not going to get a lot of love from anywhere else that you look and find some of these things, and that is Oklahoma softball with their dominating season going 59-3 and on the year, back-to-back champions. It's crazy that last year they lost 10 games and they somehow improved this year mm-hmm. and only lost three. So uh, Oklahoma softball number 10. Number 10. All right. I like that. I didn't even uh, think of that. But uh, my number 10 uh, national sports story, and call me a prisoner of the moment, but it just happened not too long ago this month as it was the World Cup finals, and it's uh, Messi finally, finally winning the World Cup. Yeah. I don't have that on my list. so It's one of the best. I mean, not a soccer fan right. at all, but it was an awesome World Cup final back and forth or, you know, uh, comebacks uh, left mm-hmm. and right. And then, yeah, Messi uh, finally winning a World Cup, something that uh, he hasn't accomplished yet in his career until now. And going out with it from World Cup plays as he won't play in the World Cup again. So what better way to go out than on that? Sure. Yeah, so that was my number 10. My number nine national story, which I uh, national slash regional I'll put here, and that is the uh, drama of the Chicago Bears moving from Soldier Field. 
Yeah. It felt like it was, you know, there for a while. Every week we were reading about something new. Where were they going? Were they going to Arlington Heights? The mayor wanted to keep them. The councilmen were trying to keep them. They proposed all these upgrades to Soldier Field. The Bears were like, no, we don't want it. We've already bought this park. So uh, it was a lot of drama around here. Again, I don't know if it's made quite as much of a splash nationally, but here I, I would say it's the number nine story of the year. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one uh, there. And uh, my uh, number nine uh, story of the year was that the uh, college football playoff will be uh, expanding in the near future. And uh, I also kind of grouped in there with uh, UCLA and USC announced that they're coming to the uh, Big Ten in 2024. And, you know, then, of course, you got Texas and Oklahoma as well, showing up with the SEC. And then mm-hmm. you had talks of uh, super conferences and whatnot. You thought about uh, could Kansas possibly be jumping to the Big Ten yep. as well later on down the pipeline in basketball. Um, so uh, the, the, super, the super conference idea was thrown around there. The Big 12 and the Pac-12 were just going away and just going to be gone. Right. Like that was – that was what we were thinking at some points throughout the year. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was I didn't have that one on my list. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, my number nine is two individuals who play a sport over the summer joining clubs. Okay. I didn't know if you have that on your list. Mm, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm talking about Miguel Cabrera and Albert Pujols. I do have our pools later on. Okay, so well, we'll, we'll pause. Wanna... That's that's my number eight. Travis, you go ahead with your number eight. Okay, uh, my uh, number eight was also something that uh, just happened uh, recently, and I think that it's uh, very significant, is that Alexander Ovechkin going into a second place all-time on the uh, goals of scorers list uh, behind Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, that's huge deal. Not on my list. Um, I can't yeah, believe I forgot that. I mean, yeah, when you're, you're going into that territory – there with uh, the great one, oh, the yeah. only one in front of you. So when you're talking, when you can put your name guy for me, right? When you can put your, I, I love, I love that because my next one is so totally just for me. So that's okay. But I love anytime we can mention Wayne Gretzky and say that you are in the same breath conversation bubble. I was gonna say bubble. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not in the inner circle, but you're, you're in that bubble with Wayne Gretzky. You can definitely say, you know that. Alex Ovechkin is there. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. My number seven. And I also have always liked him over Sidney Crosby. Now, I've seen more people coming out with Ovechkin hate recently. So, Well, yeah, with Russia and Political stuff. Political views, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, and people saying that's going to tarnish his legacy and stuff like sure. that. Sure. Well, everyone's going to do something to tarnish their legacy. Anyways, my number seven is NASCAR, and more specifically, the year of Ross Chastain. Yeah, I, I figured you were going to have something NASCAR-related. The year of Ross Chastain, from fighting with Denny Hamlin, which we talked about multiple times, and getting into scruffs and going in full bore and just you know wrecking A.J. Allmendinger to get his first win and having no fear and just taking out people as it, it happened – and no one ever paying him back. He right. cut away scot-free throughout the year. Mm-hmm. On this team in their second year of existence, gets them all the way to the championship four by doing the Hail Melon, which that in itself could have made the top ten list just that. Sure, yeah. Because it is the something. the moments of the year in NASCAR. Yes. It was a video game moment. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. And it, it, it became the biggest thing to happen to NASCAR 
as far as from an outside of NASCAR point of view in at least 10 years. Yeah. You know, as far as eyeballs, people watch that clip more than what watch NASCAR races. So there were more people obviously watching it, uh, just the insanity of it and how it looked like everyone else stopped on the track and he just went around him because he was going so fast. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what he does next year. What would you call it? The the Hail Melon. The Hell Melon? Yeah. Instead of a Hail Mary, because he's the watermelon man, because he grows watermelons in the offseason. The watermelon man. Yes. <laughs> I've never he's heard a him watermelon farmer. Hmm. Didn't His know family that. is he's a fifth generation watermelon farmer out of Florida. That's why he smashes the watermelon every time he wins. He's a watermelon farmer. All of his paint schemes have a little bit of watermelon on them somewhere. It's kind of a you got to try and look for him. Um, hmm, so yes, he's he's the known as the watermelon man. So they called the he's selling shirts that call it the Hail Melon instead of the Hail Mary. Hmm. Love it. Interesting. Love it. Did not know that. I asked for one of the shirts for Christmas, and I was disappointed I didn't get one. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. But I just uh, had to break down and get it myself. Yeah, Santa didn't hear your plea. I nope. guess. No. Or I have. Or I wasn't good. Maybe. You weren't on the nice list. Nope. <laughs> All right. So uh, my number seven here is a, something that we've talked about extensively here on the show. And uh, you may have had this on your list as well. It's the uh, just battle between the PGA Tour and Liv. Yep. I got that coming up a little bit later yeah, on. We, so. we talked about it so much. Yeah. We'll dive into that. Trust me. Oh, a yeah. Bit later definitely. On. For, um, for sure. I knew you'd have it on your list. My number six. And we can talk more about this later if you have it on your list but i was looking back at what happened throughout the year travis and i would really call this the year of retirements and so i just have retirements as its own category right now i had it on an honorable mention Mm -hmm. one person i I did Mm -hmm. have retirement i think you could guess but uh i I do i do have retirements on the honorable mention so if you want to just talk about it here in this year roger fetter yep who I would say probably the second best tennis player of our generation, maybe third. I'd say him, Jokic, and it all. Mm-hmm. Male tennis players of our generation. I'd, I'd oh, definitely. definitely say that. Mm-hmm. Sue Bird. Yeah, Probably Sue. one of the best WNBA players of all time. Yeah, for sure. Coach K. Oh, I didn't have Coach K down, but yeah, yeah Coach that's K right. retired this year. <laughs> that's right, he did. Huh. Serena Williams. Yep, I have At least Serena. for the moment. Yep. <laughs> The greatest female tennis uh, tennis player of our generation, mm-hmm. maybe of all time. Yeah, maybe one of the best athletes of all time. Tom Brady for two weeks, mm-hmm. or three weeks, or whatever it was. Yep. Albert Pujols. Yep, Albert. Yep. Yadi Molina. Mm-hmm. Sean White. Snowboarder, skateboarder. Mm. Kind of, you know, won gold medals, put snowboarding kind of on the map and mainstream. Yeah. He was in that movie with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis at the height of his fame. And hmm. he retired after the Olympics hmm. this year. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hmm. Coach Jay White for Villanova. Oh, yeah. That That's just kind of came out of nowhere and he just retired and just out of nowhere. That's true. I forgot about that one. Chara from the NHL. Mm-hmm. Yep, long time. Yeah. Long time player. Messi from the World Cup, as we talked about. Jimmy Johnson from Full Time Racing. Mm-hmm. Gronk. Yeah. Gronk was this year for the second time. Hmm, yeah. Yep. I guess it's true. Ben Roethlisberger. Yep, I had Big Ben down. Mm-hmm. And Ash Barty, who was the number one women's tennis player in the world, won the Australian Open and said, I'm done. I'm retiring at the age of 24. 
Oh, yeah. It happened at the beginning of the year. So I was was like, who? That's just. I kind of remember talking. Yeah. Think about all of the talent that has retired retired this year. It's true. I think it's unfair to say to put one on the list and not include all of them because definitely there's however you want to use the word goat. There are multiple goats on that list. Definitely. However you want to rank it mm-hmm. that have retired this year, man. I think this is I the biggest sports exodus of this good of talent in a long time. In a while. Yeah. For multiple sports, multiple areas, you know, you'll have it every once in a while where, you know, you'll have a couple of names from one sport retire at one time. But this is every sport. This is literally everything. The only thing we don't have on here is golf. But for all we know, we could have seen this year the retirement of Tiger Woods from professional tournaments. Right, yeah, I also kind of had that on the short list as well, mm-hmm. but, you know, it was a retired kind of, quote-unquote, uh, last time at the Open. Yeah. At St. Andrews yeah. at the old and course. Yeah, there's still questions about it. Yeah, because he's know? not going to be there for a while. Right. So, that that's my number that six, too. is just all the retirements that happened throughout the year. Uh, just, and, and a lot of them we forget about. Yeah. Because of when they happened, but... From January to the end of this year, the talent that have left their sports and the sports world in general is huge. Right. Some legends there, like, you know. And Big that's not ben. the whole list, Steven. Yeah. I mean, you could go deeper if you wanted to. Yeah, like Big Ben, Staple yeah. in Pittsburgh, yeah. Albert and Yachty, obviously, for yep. the cards that we'll talk about a little bit later, too. Yep. But, yep. man, yeah. Great coaching legends, you know. And, and, could, and it could also be that, you know, we've kind of why we think kind of maybe where some of these players are quote unquote, the goat, uh, what they do is because we've lived through it. Yes. What we've seen, we've seen it all. This is, and I think this is why I had to include it on my list. This is a passing of time and it shows my age <laughs> sure. that some of these players, these athletes that we grew up on that were household names for us are going away. Right. And I lay add JJ Watt. Let's put J.J. Oh, Watt J. J. on there. J.J. Watt, yes. I mean, he's not going to officially retire before the end of the year, but yeah. he announced it. He did announce the so, retirement after the game. Just Yeah, just <laughs> out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. These generational talents that are gone that are going to need people to fill their shoes in these sports. Some mm. of them have them ready to go. Some of them don't. Mm. And it makes it a little concerning for some of those sports. Right. Yeah. Man, that's uh, crazy. Uh, I forgot about some of those people yeah. uh, stepping away, but a lot of retirements happening this year. A lot of people retiring to the retirement home, I yes. guess. Yes. In 2022. I mean, they're very nice retirement homes. That <laughs> list, Travis, has lots of money. Oh, <laughs> yes. Big time. And one came back in Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, I'll get to that. Yes, I know you. Uh, coming up, uh, my number uh, six so was the, uh, the Winter Olympics happened this year. Yeah, and in be- in Beijing, and so that was a, a huge deal when the Olympics are, are happening. And uh, also, I know that China was dealing with uh, still in 2022, mm-hmm. still dealing with COVID, and uh, some athletes were choosing not to go. Particularly, think the hockey players, and they didn't even send them uh, over there. Maybe that was with COVID protocols, plus having to not pause the season or whatnot due to uh, some of the lost mm-hmm. time with the uh, with COVID and whatnot. So uh, that was the a big deal for the NHL, not sending players over there. And mm-hmm. like I said, anytime when you have the Olympics happen in a year, 
it's a big deal. Absolutely, it is, and uh, that's that's one of the ones that you know doesn't benefit because it's the beginning of the year. We all forget about it by December, but yes, the Olympics. It's always fun. It's the only time that we watch curling, <laughs> yeah, like and cheer passionately for it, like we know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So right. My number five, Travis, is the shakeup of NFL broadcasting. This is a huge story throughout the year, starting with Amazon getting the exclusive Thursday night games and NFL kind of moving away from broadcast television to then throwing in that Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, who've been calling Fox games for years, are moving to ESPN to be on Monday Night Football and how Fox had to figure out how to fill those spots. Tom Brady saying he's going to Fox when he retires, that that deal's already in place, but we don't know when that's going to be. And then you throw in something that just happened. That's YouTube getting Sunday NFL ticket. The Um, fact of it's all going away from broadcast as far as your NBCs, your Foxes, your CBS that have been the staple for years. mm -hmm. Now you're just going to get your local game. That's it. That's all you're going to get on those stations is really kind of showing a sign of the time. And I think it's a huge story. Just the NFL is – I totally forgot about the NFL app that launched as well. Like the NFL Plus. Yeah, whatever it's called. You know, you See know the primetime you know, games and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and how that is shaking up how people are watching the most popular sport in America, and how this is going to have trickle down effects for all the other leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So I didn't even think about some of that. Some of that stuff there. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, definitely it was a huge deal of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman switching yeah. to ESPN for Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. So uh, my uh, number of five, uh, that's where we find uh, the retirement talk of just the saga that was uh, Tom Brady. Yes. And uh, it was announced in uh, January, in uh, January 29th, I believe it was. Uh, he announced that he was retiring after 22 seasons. And then just a, a couple months later, there was uh, discussions of whether, hey, I didn't actually say this or kind of Shefty or someone uh, from an NFL insider, Ian Rappaport, maybe. I was like, hey, you know, like I didn't say that, that I was retiring, but they just kind of ran with it and it just kind of spiraled out of control. And then in March, March 13th, uh, Tom Brady actually says, nope, actually, I was just kidding. I'm going to unretire and come back to uh, the uh, Bucks." And also uh, due to that, his marriage unravels and uh, falls apart as well due to him coming back and uh, playing football. Just can't leave the love of the game. And so that was a, a big deal of uh, Brady, mm-hmm. another quote-unquote goat yes. retiring, retiring and then unretiring as well. And I kind of think that Gronk had um, – Saw that Brady was retiring, and mm-hmm. so he's like, I'm good, too. Yep. I'm going to retire, too. Yep. Now Tommy's still playing, and he's going to play for a while. I heard that Gronk might be coming back in 2023. Of course. <laughs> and, you know, just the fascination of the unraveling of his life mm-hmm. because of it and how it's affected. Well, first of all, I saw a stat, Travis. It's got to affect his He's play. been more in the league than he's been out of the league as far as his life, living his life. Yeah. He spent more days in the NFL than he spent it outside the NFL, which is just crazy to me. Right. But it's affecting his play. It's affected his personal life. Like, is was it really worth it? Mm-hmm. And I think that has to be a question he is internally asking himself every day. What did he give up 
to play football for two more years. Everything. Everything. His family. He sacrificed it all. He sacrificed a supermodel wife. To come be on a sub-500 team. Uh-huh. Is that what you sacrificed for? Like, I, he is one of those guys, I don't know what his endgame is. What is he still chasing? What What is it? Right. You won a ring without Belichick. Check. You did it. Mm-hmm. You, you won all the rings you did. Check, check, check. You've got every passing record or are close to closing in on it. Check, 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 check. You proved everyone who passed on you those first five rounds wrong. Check, check, check. What else do you need? Why aren't you happy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why are you happy? Right. It's just, I don't know. Some of these, we, we talked about it when it happened. Just these elite athletes, just they can't step away from the game because they're so obsessed and uh, love it so much. And they're so obsessed with being the best. And, you know, uh, some arguments to be made, whether Brady's the best or not. But uh, some people do consider him uh, the best. And it's kind of hard to, uh, like you said, been more in the league than than out of league, so it's kind of hard to uh, step away from that. Some players aren't wired that way of uh, thinking about doing anything else besides uh, playing football. And I can't remember what he came out and said uh, a few years ago how long that he wanted to uh, keep playing, but he is uh, 45 yeah. uh, this year. He turned yeah. that in August. So I'll say this for him: you know, he is one of those guys who has never really had a major injury. He had one. I yeah, one injury. Yeah, he he was out for an entire year. Yeah, but other than that, he hasn't had that major injury a lot of the other players, specifically quarterbacks, have had. Not concussions, right. nothing like that, really. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, I can only really think of that one that really yep. made him miss the entire yep. year. Yeah. I mean, he may have missed a game or two here and there throughout the season, but not that... Say, I, I can't remember a lot. Not that big, you know... Big injury that we, you know, you talk Ben Roethlisberger. He seemed to always have a big injury every couple of years. Ankles, his hand, or something. Now, could that be attributed to the style of play? You compare the two quarterbacks? Sure it does. But Mm -hmm. still, that has to do something for his longevity. Right, yeah, and, and then now, since the Bucks are, are so bad now, it's kind of like, uh, well, I can't end my my yep. career like this. Yep. <laughs> so. He is, and, and I've heard it in other sports, he's chasing that last great moment. He doesn't want to go out this way. He wants to He yeah. wants to write the ending that he wants. Right. And it should have been retiring sp- after this. you won another Super Bowl without Belichick, yep. without yep. New England. That was the time. That was it. And he's going to spend the next three to four years – trying to do it and possibly tarnishing what he's done because he's just going to be he's not what he was he's regressed we can all say it we can all see it Tom Brady's not going to win you a championship it's going to be the team around him yeah and I think it has a lot to do with uh, the team around him as well the offensive line has been bad they lost their center in training camp uh, so that was a big injury that's kind of affected him through the season so all right, my number four is the frenzy craziness that was MLB free agency this year. Mm-hmm. On my short list. The amount of money spent. Yep. Absurd. Right. I can't believe, mm-hmm. still, the amount of money that was spent on these players and the yep. years mm-hmm. that were spent set the record for the most money spent on free agents in an offseason. And yep. we're not done. Right. There's still guys out there. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the big names. The are big names gone. are all gone. Yes. Right. But those mid-level players are still there. Yeah. They're still serviceable starting players that are free agents mm-hmm. that are going to get paid because they've seen what the market is now. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You had the, the best pitcher in the game, Jacob DeGrom. Yep. You had a judge out there yep. and the reporting of whether he was going to go to the Giants or yep. not. Yep. And then he actually resigns with uh, the Yankees. And still the Correa drama. Correa drama and those big four shortstops. Yeah. yeah. And we're still waiting to see, see <laughs> what goes on with that. Yeah. Maybe we'll be taking money off the board. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was my number four. Uh, so my number four also uh, deals with uh, baseball as well. And we almost didn't have a baseball season, guys. There was almost a lockout. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we finally had the zero hour of the zeroth day. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball finally uh, got an agreement uh, done, and we actually got a, a baseball season. And then it was on from there. And, of course, if the baseball season gets canceled or even gets lose games we don't get albert and luckily that didn't happen but we don't know we almost didn't have a baseball season yeah we almost we were we were having we were in our close. minds we were mm-hmm. planning on the show like yep. what are we going to talk about all summer without baseball yep. because <laughs> what are we going to do with the cardinals the reports were that they were so far away yeah right and I knew what we were going to do with the Cardinals. I was like, okay, more classic games. Cardinal classics, we did baby. did it over COVID. We'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, But then it's like you go to the MLB website, and there's nothing there. You can't go look at players because there was the d- yeah, disagreements right. and, and stuff like that. So then it's like, well, wait a minute. We can't air those games because we can't air anything that says Cardinals or players or anything like that because of the disagreements. Right, yeah. So the the Cardinals uh, specifically for yeah. us, but, uh, you know, their promotional schedule yeah. well they had to do it just in case it was it was going and they couldn't say oh it said player a bobblehead yes. on this day yes <laughs> they couldn't do that oh, so goodness. yeah we almost didn't have it yeah but luckily we did we got it done my number three story of the year and travis mentioned it earlier so we can talk about it now is live golf and yep. just the craziness the divide the yep. tearing down of the American golf scene. Yep. I mean, it is to me right now, the American golf scene is the lowest it's been. Because and, and I don't blame Live a hundred percent. It's the mudslinging that has come with it that just makes me go like at first it was okay, you know, and Rory's out there saying what Rory was saying. We talked about it on the show every week. You mm-hmm. know, Rory would say something and it was kind of cool for a while. And then Tiger came and they had that meeting and it was kind of like, oh, rallying the troops. And But the longer it goes on, the more it's just like, shut up. I'm tired of hearing you talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of hearing the other side saying they're going to court. Like, yeah. I'm tired of all of it. Like, just yeah. go play golf and get together or don't get together. But just decide on one or the other, and let's all move on. Right, yeah, it was the battle between are we going to let them play yeah. in the majors or whatnot, yeah. and the governing bodies of each major yes. dealing with that, and the uh, World Different Cup or, or the World and, yes. Rankings. Yes, like, all of this. And then we had the one event over in Europe where they crossed over, and they were both there, and it was like, th- this is you're making it into something because and you want to. Now the Masters are letting them Yes. Compete. Yes, yes. So they'll all be there. Yes. <laughs> 
definitely one of the things that Ugh. dominated the uh, headlines uh, there. And you're also uh, talking about the American golf scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention, you know, Tiger's farther yeah. away, even though he's around. But he's not around. You know, he played in the match. Mm-hmm. He played with Charlie. Uh, but, you know, everyone kind of thought that his swan song there at the old course uh, there at least to playing in the right, open right. championship and just kind of what he's become as well. And this is a time, you know, the only thing we think about when you think of golf for 2022 is live and the PGA tour. But we had some great golf played this year. We had the rise of Scotty Scheffler who yep. at the beginning of the season was dominant. We had the rise of Cam Smith who both those players went to live, you know, uh, you had Rory. You had some great majors at historic courses, like you talked about, St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. But none of it gets remembered because all anyone wants to talk about is live. Is live. That's yeah. all anyone remembers from the year twenty twenty two, and that to me is the the heartbreaking part. Right, is there was good golf played, and there were moments that were made, and no one remembers a single one of them. Right. Yeah. And hey, that's not to mention that you know Tiger. He came back, you know, after yeah. that uh, car yes. accident of possibly losing losing a leg. And he was he was under par on on Thursday at the Masters, and everyone was excited about, it, and everyone thought this is he's back, and you know it went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, right. And he did the same thing at the U.S. Open. He mm-hmm. was under par the first day, and then it went downhill after that. Yeah. But it was moments like that where you thought, yes, and every time it got pulled away. And every time he started believing again that, all right, maybe we got this, Liv would come in and the talk of PGA and Liv would come in and it made you just want to turn the channel. Mm. Like it, it, it made me not want to watch the majors. It made me not want to watch golf because I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, you don't want to hear it. about it or you don't want to watch it because, uh, you know, like Cam Smith isn't in it or yeah. some of these uh, big time uh, players aren't in it. The the guys we were trying to start rooting for, looking for that next generation tiger. Yeah, Cam Smith was going to be it. And they move, and they go to live. And so then yeah. you feel, well, I just took the money and ran, which you're supposed to get paid the most you're supposed to for your job. That is the goal of having a job. I get that. But it's the other connotations that come with it. Yes, it's where the money is coming from. Yes. 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 So, so, all right, I've already talked enough. About definitely that. dominated the uh, headlines as well. And uh, look at this uh, baseball in my top five. Two of my top five are baseball, but it dominated the uh, headlines uh, this season. And that was Aaron Judge and the race to 62. Yep. I'll, I have it on my list. Okay. In fact, do, go ahead. I just say I was having the, the race between Judge and Otani for MVP. No, I don't have that, yes. Right, yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, Otani now qualifying in uh, yes. position categories there for both pitcher and mm-hmm. hitter. And uh, then it was like, oh, well, Judge hit 62 home runs. Oh, but Otani can pitch and hit. Yeah. So who is going to win Otani the MVP like 15 there? games or whatever it was as yeah. a pitcher and hit 35 home runs. Mm-hmm. Right. Stuff who deserves it more? Babe Ruth. Yeah. Right. And, you know, it brought up the age-old discussion of the team Right, yeah, the player. it also did the performance too, right? Does, is team it performance. what matters more in an MVP? And, in fact, perfect segue, Travis. My number two is Aaron Judd's home run chase. Yeah. And how, much like in 98, 
it brought people back to baseball from a lockout, from a downtime. His chase made people tune in. Sports Center was doing cut ins of other games. Of college football. Of college Damn football. It. SEC people were pissed. They were. But guess what? <laughs> people wanted to see it. Because it also took them a while to get to 62. Yes. And it was something <laughs> I, I can say this for myself. It's something I never thought I would see in a clean era ever again. Sure. I never thought we'd see anyone approach 60 without there being accusations of steroids. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying Aaron Judge hasn't had accusation of steroids, but I haven't heard him if he has. I say I haven't heard anything. So it was the closest we got to 98 again. Right. The only problem was it was one guy. I wish there was someone else pushing him. I don't know who that would have been, but I, I wanted I wanted another AL player to be banking home runs just like Aaron Judge to push him to have a chase because right. he was chasing an invisible number. Yeah. But to me, as we talked about, he's the all-time home run hitter for a season. Well, and he did it with the Yankees as well yeah. and uh, everything that that brings and the whole he bet on himself yes. and he goes out and hits the yes. most home runs in American League history. And the fact that he called it. Last offseason, he said he was going to hit 50 or more home runs in 2022. Hmm. Hmm. And he goes out and hits 62. I would love to hear him this offseason come out and say, I'm going to hit 60 because that means he's getting 70. Yeah. Like, I – Unfortunately, now whatever he does next season is a letdown. Yeah, whatever it is, pay that big contract. Unless he comes out and hits seventy three, it's a letdown. I hope he does. I hope he does too. Because, I really do. Because then he can actually say he's the home run leader. He is the clean history. home run leader. Yeah, clean, yes. But he's only the American League. Uh, record holder. He's the clean national. He's the clean major league baseball home run king. I was I was on that train of uh, uh, trying to make that argument of that he is the home run king, but then other people started to make it, and it just kind of got annoying for me. So uh, yeah, it's it's Barry still with the the home runs. He's the no matter how he did. He's no matter how he did it, he's still the home run king. Judge is only king in the American League. Here's here's the thing that people drives. got annoying with that. I, I agree with you on that, but here's here's what I'm going to say. When Judge retires, he's getting in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds is not still. It's true. Well, baseball who, Hall of Fame is a have, sham, anyways. Who will have the most? Home Fred runs McGriff as a damn Hall of Fame. I know who's the who's going to have the most home runs in a season in the Hall of Fame. It'll be Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge will be the one in there with the most home runs. In a season, in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately true. That that right there is the argument to be made. That that right so. there is who's the home run king. It's the guy in the Hall of Fame with the most home runs in a season. It's going to be Aaron Judge. I guess so. We'll agree to disagree <laughs> on that one. Uh, my number two uh, national story of the year was the Warriors winning the NBA Finals. Yeah, and uh, Steph Curry. I thought he was before, but he supplants himself yes. as a top 10 player of all time. I'd say top five. I was going to go top five, but I knew for sure planted himself top 10. For, for sure. sure, the fact that he won the finals MVP 
helps his argument a yeah. thousand percent. Right, yeah, that, that ridiculousness of uh, he's not a top ten player, yeah. top five player because he didn't have a finals MVP, and then he goes out and wins and gets the finals it. MVP. And so. let's not discredit the return of Clay Thompson as well. Sure. For the first time since 2019, Yeah, you know, getting Definitely. back there as well. So, mm-hmm. Travis, mm-hmm. I'd like you to have your number one first. My number one. Because you're going to laugh at mine. So national sports yes. story yes. is completely unbiased. Number one story. Uh-huh. It was the Los Angeles Rams winning the Super Bowl. I figured. Aaron Donald getting his ring, pointing the finger, yep. beating Joe Burrow, and still pissed that Odell Beckham got hurt in that yes. Super Bowl. I yes. would have got some great entertainment on that if he would have won on my side bet there. I'm sorry. But, hey. I don't care what they've done. This NFL season. Doesn't matter. Rams on top. They're the champs. You got one. We got one in the Super Bowl. And we won it in L.A. too. Yeah. Yeah. Second year in a row. Mm, yeah. Because Tampa won the year before. Well, didn't they win? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess like they, they did. They win it in Tampa. But, yeah. I guess yeah. you're right. Yeah. I was still. I don't like that trend. Was like I hate that we went fifty some years without anyone playing in their home stadium, and we have back to back years of the home team winning the Super Bowl. Right. Won't be this year. Where's that? Arizona. <laughs> yes, the streak ends. The streak is over. Speaking of streaks, Travis. Mm-hmm. My number one. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna give me props for putting this on my list. Okay. The retirement of Vince McMahon. <laughs> yes. The retirement of Vincent Kennedy McMahon is my number one sports <laughs> slash entertainment story yes. of the year. Yes, I, I had that on the honorable mention. Because list. no one ever thought he was going to retire. No, he was and gonna, the the he was reason why he had to retire is a completely <laughs> different episode. Yes, and it just goes to show that. Even the most powerful people in business and industry can't get away with everything forever. Because mm-hmm. he was the most powerful man in the sport of wrestling. Yeah. Huge and it deal. caught up to him. Mm-hmm. And he was forced to leave from yeah. the company he created. Mm-hmm. He created it from the ground up. Right. Put other wrestling companies out of business. Mm-hmm. And finally, he was forced by a board to leave yeah yeah one of the uh longest uh, running uh figureheads of any organization there television shows in history <laughs> yes of course but yes that too, the, but the fact that he was he huge. was told by a group of people you're done but it's my co- you're done mm-hmm. see you later right Crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. Yep, we never thought that we'd see the day uh, that WWE was yes. not ran by uh, someone other than Vince McMahon. We yep. thought he would yep. die in the chair and he would uh, blow up Titan Towers oh, on yeah. his deathbed. Yep. Uh, there, not let anyone else run the company. But uh, it's happening, and it had happened there. And uh, the biggest story in wrestling, and Eric, biggest story in a national sports. I love it. Now, did you not mention Albert in your list? I got him in local. Oh, you have them in your local list. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Do you want to talk about any of your honorable mentions and just just give, uh, give a mention or two? 
it didn't make the list, but uh, the Russell Wilson trade to the yep. Broncos and, yep. and now this season with the fallout there of him being absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Deshaun Watson saga, it yep. was negative, so I didn't want to put it yep. uh, on there too much. I uh, did have Tiger at the Masters, uh, the Kyrie and KD uh, situation of uh, playing mm-hmm. Kyrie and mm-hmm. all the stuff that he's been in, and then KD trade. Nope, I was just kidding. I don't yep. want to trade. And uh, the Aaron Rodgers drama as well. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mentions, I got uh, the Nets drama, as you mentioned. Um, I got Georgia winning the national title finally. Mm-hmm. Um I got the NFL divisional playoffs possibly being the greatest round of playoffs ever. Bills Chiefs, how could I forget? All four of those games that were final possession uh, games of that weekend. Every yeah. single one was incredible. Where you have a kicker winning the game and a you know everything like that, and and how it took over that weekend. The run of St. Peter in March. Yeah, the 15 seed making it to the Elite Eight. Right, crazy. How could I forget North Carolina and Duke in the Final Four? Yeah. Uh, Rich Strike, 80-1, to 1, became the second biggest underdog to win the Kentucky Derby this year. And finally, the Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I didn't have it on there, but it was a big deal. It was, because it, it felt like they were a year or two past due. Yeah. So for them to finally get it. So. Yeah. Hey, All speaking right. of Colorado, Coach Prime. Yeah. Going to Colorado. Yeah. Big deal. It is. Well, we'll see how he does this year, if it's a big deal or not. <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. All right, uh, so uh, we've come to the moment. Yeah. Come to local. Yep. All right. Here we are. Local local sports stories of the year. Top 10 local stories of 2022. All right. You want me to start? Yeah, you can start. My number 10 is a bit of a bias, but I had to put it on here, and that's Cumberland getting the home football playoff win. Yeah. That had been a long time coming for the Pirates. They hadn't won a home playoff game. In 17 years, I think. And so for them to win their first round matchup, decidedly, especially after the taste of last year's first round loss, I think that was a big deal for the Cumberland Pirates. Right, I, I knew definitely you would have uh, something uh, Cumberland Pirate related uh, for sure, and a huge deal to win a uh, home playoff game. Yep. And we've talked about, you know, uh, the last uh, few years, and uh, every time that they get to the playoffs, they get bounced in the yep. first round, but then to finally. Uh, win it, yeah. On that mountain, awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, and then uh, I'll start off with my local at a number ten, and I'll start with a state champion, and that was a uh, Saint Teresa, the run that they had and run of the championship. Yep, I I have that on my list as well, coming up a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number nine, I got the rise of Illinois athletics. I have that on my okay. list. All right, so I'll just say that that is my nine. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, my number nine is uh, sticking with the Illinois, but Caden uh, Fagan uh, signing with uh, Illinois. Huge, huge. I don't have that on my list. Huge deal for uh, Arthur uh, product there. Uh, fortunately, uh, Arthur's season as a whole for football mm-hmm. uh, ended before it was uh, ready for it, and especially the way that it happened, first play of the game, uh, Fagan got hurt, but uh, – 
He's talked with uh, Coach yep. Jefferson after the game. Uh, he's uh, Fagan's good to go. Uh, so it was a freak injury there that just kept him out of the rest of the game. Right. Uh, there and also, uh, you know, shout out to Coach Jefferson always being on the show as yeah. well. We've been talking to him for quite a while now. And uh, so uh, always nice to have uh, local coaches involved in mm-hmm. with a player going to the U of I. Absolutely. It's great. And it's going to be great for running U of around. I. Chase Brown. Look out because yeah. Kane and Fagan's coming for you. Coming for your records. Coming for the records. Uh, my number eight is the Neoga Girls finishing third at state. I have that. All right. Uh, my uh, number eight is uh, the opening of Effingham's new uh, turf field. It's been a project that has been a long time coming, a long time in the works, a long time wish list for Coach Hefner on the Christmas list last mm-hmm. year. That's what he always wanted and uh, got it for the program, for the soccer club playing out there as well, and the band using it as well so they don't have to walk across the street to uh, the junior high mm-hmm. uh, there. Uh, so uh, FEM hoping up the turf project and the new scoreboard as well. Yeah. little cherry on top of the Sunday. very nice. Awesome, yeah, yeah. awesome facility uh, FEM's had there. So uh, the opening and the christening of the turf field in 2022, it all came together quickly. Yes, very quickly. We were concerned. We were. We were concerned. <laughs> we were, but they got it they done. They got it done in time, yep. And uh, it's all good now. Yep. Uh, my number seven is IHSA changing the football playoffs and then changing them back. Right. Is that on your list? No, oh, it's okay. not. Just the fact that they had changed it and it was they were getting rid of the north-south and everything like that. And then as prices went up, they decided, nope, we're not going to do that. And now it has been tabled and will probably never come back. And right. how that was going to drastically change high school football in Illinois if you mm-hmm. didn't have north-south. Right. Yep, exactly. Uh, but well, I'm that's still a, good a fighter one. for east-west. Let's just do east and west. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not the proponent of the way that they were going to no. gonna do it with no. north-south. Uh, stuff, but yeah, that wasn't on my list. But that's a, a good one mm-hmm. that I forgot about. And because because IHSA forgot about it as well. That's <laughs> that's why. That's why <laughs> it wasn't on your list. Yeah, I guess that's true. They forgot that they did it too. Yeah. Uh, my they number... were hoping everyone forgot, but nope. Right. I remembered IHSA. Nope. Eric remembers. He remembers every transgression <laughs> of the IHSA. Oh yeah. Still holding a grudge for the uh, rankings of the Cumberland Pirates. What uh, are you playoff doing? ranking or the rankings for the Pirates and with the uh, the playoffs and the yes. playoff show? Yes. <laughs> late uh, late announcements in the scheduling of games close to the <laughs> selection show. Uh. <laughs> uh, Eric always remembers. Uh, my number seven, I'll also go a little biased here, but it's the Altamont Indians winning the NTC uh, championship, the NTC tournament championship, that is uh, winning it over uh, St. Anthony. Uh, haven't done it since uh, 2014, and Altamont Getting it done and one of the biggest accomplishments uh, there because a lot of pressure is put on Altima with being the host school uh, Mm -hmm. there. And they finally did it, and they did it against St. Anthony to do it as well. We won't talk about the regular season matchup. Yeah. But uh, NTC, champs, tournament champs, Altima. My number six is IHSA installing the shot clock at some of the Thanksgiving tournaments. Yep. And wanting to install it going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's definitely going to change how high school basketball is played in the state of Illinois because you yeah. can't hold the ball anymore. 
Mm-hmm. I think they were using that in the Taylorville this past week. Oh, were they? I didn't know if any Christmas so. tournaments. Last I knew, it was That's just the only the one that I've heard ones. about. Really, you know, it affected us when we were doing Altamont uh, in Newton because they had it. Yep. Um, and there was actually we had the first <laughs> shot clock violation possibly in the state of Illinois. Put it, it in the, the first books. game. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the books. Altamont, getting it. There you go. Put it in the record books. <laughs> and Coach Lurkins won the first shot clock game in the state of Illinois. Yeah. There you go. How there about go. that? <laughs> uh, my uh, number uh, six uh, was I had it on my uh, half of the year stories as well. I remember this, but uh, the return uh, from injury for a couple of athletes uh, for uh, one for Tatopoulos, uh, Kaden Altoff uh, getting injured in the Christmas tournament last year towards ACL. And then he actually pitched in the spring for the shoes on April 2nd. He took the mound uh, there. So a quick comeback there mm-hmm. for uh, Mr. Altoff uh, there after tearing his ACL. And then also on uh, April 27th, uh, Colin Kinkler for Windsor's Two Straws being involved in a car accident in uh, 2020. And he actually had to have uh, lost his leg there. And uh, he took a walk and uh, it was against St. Anthony. And of course, his uh, dad, Jeremy, there was the first base coach. And so that was uh, one of the awesome yes. moments of the year. For uh, calling to uh, draw that walk there, and then the embrace with Dad uh, at first base for Windsor Two Straws in April. I like it, I like it a lot. Uh, my number five is the St. Anthony boys winning state at golf. That's right. Dang, I yep. forgot that. St. Anthony winning state at golf, and uh, sophomore Joey Trupiano winning state as an individual. Individual, they yeah. swept. Uh, did St. Anthony there uh, the golf weekend? They did. Yeah. Man, yeah, I completely uh, forgot that. Off and again, my he's list. just a sophomore, so this is not going away anytime soon for no. me. Uh, and uh, St. Anthony always does. Oh, yeah. They always reload their yep. great golf program uh, that they have. Uh, my uh, number five, uh, Eric mentioned it, but we'll talk more about it here. It was the uh, rise of Illinois uh, football, and it made us feel again. It made us fans again. I was there. Take me back to the day uh, against Michigan State. It was mm-hmm. Dad's day, and uh, just uh, w- went with one of my buddies, and it was one of the top moments of the year uh, for us. And we were walking around the, the tailgates, met up with a, a few people on Lot 31, and everyone was kind of throwing the pigskin around, cooking all the food, uh, enjoying the beverages, and it, it made it feel like a legit college atmosphere again. And it was nice to see you there in uh, Champaign again. We won't talk about what happened in the game or what happened against Purdue. Right. But, uh, yeah, it was nice to, to see that atmosphere back in Champaign again. For one year, because we don't know what next year holds. Right. But for one year, Illinois football wasn't just the sport you went to to kill time till the basketball scene started. Right. Yep. It was actually people wanted to go mm-hmm. and be a part of it. Right. And as I, I said in mine – Let's not dis, not include the girls basketball team. Let's not you know forget about the Illinois basketball team from the spring. Yeah, there's a lot of good that was happening in Illinois athletic wise. We talked it about it. They were the number one differential from year over year in athletics mm-hmm. for for a college. Right. Yeah. So it's all been positive 
upward for Illinois. Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, Chase Brown, of course, doing the things yes. that, that he did, one of the top two uh, rushers in all of college football this season and uh, passing up uh, Red Grange uh, there at times. You know, when you're uh, passing him, you're doing uh, good things, passing the galloping ghost there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, football is back for this year, for this at year. least uh, for Illinois. We'll see what the, the future has mm-hmm. in store uh, for us there. And, yeah, like you said, Illinois basketball as well, winning another uh, co-Big Ten championship uh, there this season. So. Legitimately this time. Legitimately, yes. right, even though the other one was legitimate too. <laughs> My number four is Tatum David of Olney winning state and cross country. Second state title in girls cross country in four years. Never mind the mm-hmm. fact that 2020 there was no state to be won. So you take that out. She's won the title two times in three years. That's very impressive uh, to win cross country twice in your high school career. So shout out uh, to Tatum David there of Olney. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, my uh, number uh, four here is uh, we finally get to it as uh, I, Eric had it on his list on the national side, but here's where I have uh, just the nostalgia trip that we had mm-hmm. with uh, St. Louis with uh, Albert Pujols and uh, everything with uh, Yachty or Molina as well, knowing that it was Yachty's last year and then Albert Wainwright ruining it and then Albert signing it. Well, yeah, Wainwright, we just kind of uh, took it. I don't know, not for granted. That's not the word that I was looking for. We kind of took it for, we kind of assumed that he was going to retire uh, with uh, Yachty uh, there. And of course, he said not so fast mm-hmm. uh, there. And uh, just every home run was special for Albert to do it back with the birds on the bat, finishing with his career again. He hit one in his final appearance there, uh, regular season wise right. Right. Uh, there. And uh, of course, on uh, September 23rd, uh, Albert was also sitting on a 699, and he hit that earlier in the game. And then this happened. Pujols with the widespread stance, arms out over the plate. The 1-1 pitch. A swing, and there it goes! Left field, way back! That's home run number 700! Pujols hits a three-run homer, and he hit 699 and 700 at Dodger Stadium on September 23rd, 2022. 8.23 p.m. Pacific Time. It's, of course, John Rooney on the Cardinals Radio Network, a part of 98.9, the game. And, yes, I was, in fact, standing in this room. You'll remember where you were when Albert hit that 700 home run because it was on that trash Apple TV. And uh, I was here in this room listening to uh, John Rooney uh, call that. I was fortunate enough to uh, get back from the, I believe it was the game against uh, Matt Toon for FEM. And uh, someone told me at the game that he had hit 699. And then fortunate enough to rush back here and was able to uh, hear the uh, call there from Mr. Rooney for Albert doing it 700 and doing it where he always needed to be. And that was in St. Louis. And then, of course, in the last uh, game as well, uh, Albert getting taken out with uh, Yachty and Wainwright, all three of the uh, icons of my generation, of my childhood for St. Louis Cardinals walking off the field one more time. Wainwright's going to walk back on the field, but at least he walked off with uh, two Mm -hmm. uh, players that will live uh, in our 
hearts forever. And yes, would it have been poetic for him to do it in St. Louis? Absolutely. But as we talked about, if there was another place for it to happen, the Dodgers was oh, yeah. a pretty good second. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he's even credited it was that half year at the Dodgers that made him believe he could keep going. Keep it doing it, yeah. yeah. And it was like when Albert signed, like, oh, how many home runs is he away from 700? People asked me, do you think he can do it? I'm like, We, we mentioned it on the show. Because it's just sporadic appearances with yeah. lefties. But then yeah. they eventually had him working in and with righties, too. And then that second too. half of the year, he found the fountain of youth at Bush Stadium that mm-hmm. they have buried under left field. Yeah. And he looked like Albert from 15 years ago. He did. Crazy. Just a nostalgic trip all, all around uh, this season. And uh, I have a two-parter here for uh, my number four here. Okay. Because uh, an Albert Pujols... You think back, uh, I forgot when this uh, was. I think it was earlier. Yeah, it was earlier in uh, September. Uh, He did this. The one-strike pitch. A swing! A long one! Left center field! It's a goner for Pujols! 6-95! Cardinals in the eighth! Unbelievable! Now, that home run was against none other than the Chicago Cubs, as I think the car- the Cubs pitcher was pitching a gym that day. And then someone noticed that very much in the dugout on the other side of the dugout as well. After enjoying dinner last night together, it became very clear to all of us that he truly wanted to be a Cardinal. And so it's with great pleasure, with pride, I get to introduce Wilson Contreras to the St. Louis Cardinals family. That home run was recruitment enough for Wilson Contreras to don the uniform with the good guys on the other side of the rivalry. They steal Wilson Contreras from the Chicago Cubs. Thank you, Albert. Yeah. Thank you, Yachty. Absolutely. And uh, Wilson will get to play an extra weekend. So that'll be nice for him. (laughs) Yes. Because... Again, Cardinals are built for the NL Central. So, yeah. talk about the rest of your offseason, Travis. Go ahead. Uh, all right, I will. That's what we did. All right, all right. That's Sounds what we good. did. What else we've done? Sounds good. All right. So far, there's still a little bit left for spring training. Yeah, that's what they do. Uh, what was it Albert gosh. coming in on the plane? It was, yes, on the plane, and he steps out from the outfield wall, walks into the dugout in what spring training. What a moment. It how was. Could, how did we both forget that one? Yeah. Like, that was the ultimate. Like, we had just found out baseball was coming back. Yep. And then Albert just shows up on a plane with the Cardinals. Right. It was surreal. Mm-hmm. Walks out in the middle of a spring training game as <laughs> half inning yeah. in between innings. but Yeah. yeah. crazy oh man all right well let's move on to some better things (laughs) uh and that is uh you mentioned it earlier travis saint Teresa, not just winning state but their perfect season yeah undefeated dominated from beginning to end yeah i'd say very few people were even close no fem won one of the closer games yeah and even that was 18 points Mm mm-hmm you know, Shelbyville, we thought was going to be close. No, it wasn't even close. I remember no. standing in the rain and the cold out there watching that game, and I left at halftime <laughs> because I'm like, this is not going well. Right, yeah. And just a powerhouse. And in their final year at the uh, CIC mm-hmm. to do it and to dominate like they did. Yep. 
it has to be a little bit of a uh-uh kind of to the oh, rest of the sure. CIC. Like yeah, we'll see you later. Sure. Like yeah, yeah. I talked with uh, some coaches. I was just like, uh, look at Saint T. Probably gonna go on a run here, trying to stick it to the rest of the teams. Yep. yep. And they did. Yep. Uh, my uh, number three uh, again. Uh, this is a little bit of uh, biased here, but uh, it was uh, Grace Nelson uh, setting the all-time uh, leading scorer there uh, at the girls' basketball and boys' basketball. Mm-hmm. I have it later on in my list. Okay. In fact, I have it right now on my list, number two. All right. Yes. Uh, Grace Nelson breaking the school record, especially considering what happened mm-hmm. just a couple what weeks later. What happens afterwards. Yes. And because I think she would be pressing so hard next year to try and get it if she mm-hmm. hadn't already gotten it. Yeah. So uh, it was just such a moment. And it, it's almost like a, a, a made-for-TV movie, kind of. Like the script – you know, like comes out of nowhere as a freshman, mm-hmm. does what she does in her very first game, does what she does all her career, gets the record, then devastating injury. And now will it have a happy ending? We'll have mm-hmm. to wait and see. That's right. in the future. Yeah, but to be continued. For right now, man, I'm hooked on this drama. Sure. I'm ready to watch. Yeah, and uh, she broke the the girls' record held by uh, the principal Peggy Beaker. Yep. Uh, there, she always talks about all the time about uh, Peggy seeing her in the hallways and stuff, uh, motivating her there, mm-hmm. and kind of now she gets to rub it in Peggy's face uh, there that she broke the record. Uh, there, she did it uh, with a game-winning free throw yep. at the very end against uh, FEM as there. And I remember you telling me you're like, yeah. Eric, are you like Travis? You have to be at this game. <laughs> In what was a very, very controversial game. Sure, yeah. It, it, it was a foul call with no time left on the clock, and it yeah. down by one Right. in Newton. And I remember talking after the game to the Newton coaches as we were leaving, and they were dejected. But it was such a cool moment because she had an off night Yeah. that night. And we were both right. looking at each other going, She's is not this, gonna do this. This is not gonna happen. Travis, you're here. You can't make the next game because <laughs> Altamont right. boys had a game. Yep. You're not gonna get to see this. Mm-hmm. And it ended up working out barely. 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 Right. And there was it wasn't there some also some controversy of the the scorebook yeah, and the scoreboard. I don't. I never heard anything more about that. So like, <laughs> right. we, we'll, shh, we'll keep okay. Mum is the word yes, there. And yes. then uh, Grace would eventually uh, go on a few weeks later and uh, Central A and M uh, taking on them at Lakeland College, and uh, she got that. Uh, breaking the boys' record as well, but held by Ryan Armstrong there. She talked to us about uh, growing up and seeing him play uh, there and wanting to uh, be like him, and, well, uh, she broke his record there. So uh, she stands alone there as all-time leading scorer there in Altamont basketball history. Uh, my number two a local story is Eric mentioned it a little bit earlier, and it's a Neoga for the girls finishing in a third a place at the uh, state tournament there. Uh, tough matchup against uh, Brimfield, I believe, that they fell in the semifinals, but uh, Nioga taking it all the way uh, there to a third place and taking home some uh, hardware and one of the best seasons and the best season that Nioga girls basketball has ever had uh, there. And uh, Coach Romack was on the show earlier in the year talking about uh, the team and uh, so Nioga third place is my number two moment of the year I love how this sometimes works out Travis 
Because I think we have the same number one. Do we? I think so. Or you forgot something. Mm-hmm. My number one is North Clay winning state. Yeah, that's mine. I love – we haven't talked about this <laughs> no. at all. Nope, haven't coordinated. And we end up with the same number one. Because it was, again, NTC. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back well, seasons. Back-to-back seasons, getting a baseball title. Yep. And just – it came out of nowhere, kind of. Like, they were good, but I don't – I wouldn't have thought they would have been state champion good. Right. And they just uh, got on a hot run. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like uh, South Central did as well. It's kind of what they did uh, a few years ago. But uh, North Clay, uh, they uh, carried it over from the, the fall, and they won the NTC. And then uh, they carried it over into the spring and took it mm-hmm. all the way uh, there. And, I mean, anytime that uh, a town – and uh, school gets a state championship. I think that's uh, one of the most significant stories uh, there. And so uh, they capped it off with a state title in baseball um, there and their best season for sure for uh, North Clay. And, of course, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, getting the hardware and the rings there that looked uh, nice there at the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm – I do like it how we, we haven't talked about it, and we still came up with a number one. And, uh, I mean, hey, you win a state title. It's yeah. the biggest story. We had a lot of area teams win state titles. We did, yeah. You know, my top five was state titles and grace. Mm-hmm. So, right. our yeah. area is always represented well when it comes to sports at a high school level throughout the mm-hmm. year. Yep. Definitely, uh, for sure. Um, and then uh, I had uh, one thing that I was thinking of when we were going through it. A couple of things is that I forgot to mention during our uh, show recapping the uh, holiday tournament uh, that uh, Coach Schaefer he broke the the record for wins. Yes, for yes. a coach in FEM uh, basketball history uh, there. So I forgot about that one and uh, the uh, state championships moving to uh, Illinois State. Um, let me see. Did I have any honorable mentions on mine? Uh, Pena. Pena girls uh, finished in third at state in basketball this year, and then Casey was second in softball as yeah. well. So just wanted to spotlight those For sure. those two teams. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure there's uh, stuff that, that we may have missed, yep. Yep. both at the local level and at the national level as well. Yep. So maybe hit us up. Yeah, let us know. If, uh, if we missed anything glaring. Yes, yes absolutely. And we'll redact it. We'll put it on the list. Yeah, if it's big enough. And we get to decide if it makes the list or not. Sure. And I thought for sure that uh, on the list you were going to have something about the start lineup. What did we do? Didn't we hit 600 this we year? We did. We did hit 600. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What was that episode? Uh, scrolling in the archives. Yeah, back we in, did it back in September. Yeah. Dude. We, I think we hit 500 and 600 this year. Uh, this one doesn't scroll back yeah. that far. Yeah, saving it seven fifty, right around the corner, Travis. Seven fifty. Seven fifty, and then we're on to one thousand. Hey, look at that! There's our four hundredth episode. I had a picture. One thousand. Coming up soon. Oh my! All right. All righty. Before we get into the part of the show that neither one of us really dig, that's where we look back at people we have lost this year. Mm-hmm. I. I thought of doing something kind of different okay yeah you, you mentioned yeah. that you were gonna do something here so when you come to a new year one of the things that people do of course is 
Resolutions. Resolutions. So I have sports resolutions for the sports leagues. <laughs> okay. These are for the leagues, not teams, not players. The leagues themselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. We'll start in the NBA because neither one of us care about it that much. No. And that's the problem. Get people to care about the teams more than the players because those players will be gone. Mm. They'll move teams. Yeah. You want people to cheer for the teams right. first and foremost over the players. Yeah. And True. that's not happening, and it's hurting, I think, the popularity of the NBA. Yeah. Because you don't hear people say, I'm a Bulls fan. I'm a Laker fan. I'm a Heat fan. It's, I like Durant. I like Steph. I like, I like Curry. Like, it's, I like a guy. Mm. And if you're having those guys rest every three games or whatever it is, then you're alienating a 30-year audience every other game. Mm-hmm. So right. the NFL, the NBA, you need to get fans to care more about the teams. I don't know how you do that. That's your job. But that's my resolution for you. Okay. All right. We'll move to the, the MLB next. Mm-hmm. Travis, I think there needs to be a bigger penalty for teams signing players that denied qualifying offers. A draft pick is not a big enough penalty. It doesn't matter. No. There is no incentive for a player who gets a qualifying offer to sign that offer. And there's no reason for a team to even offer a qualifying offer anymore. Mm -hmm. Because there's nothing you're getting back in return. Yeah. Here's my solution for this, Travis. Are you ready for this? Okay. It's never going to happen. We just got done with the labor dispute, right? So I'm going to bring up money. 50% of the contract goes to the team. Whatever you're going to pay that player... 50% 50% of it goes back to the team that he just left. Ooh. That would help a team like the Athletics, the Rays, incentivize to hold on to those players instead of trading everyone at the trade deadline. Mm. Because you could offer them a qualifying offer, and if they've signed somewhere, like let's say, for example, a Correa, or let's say Wilson, for example, when he signed with the Cardinals. Yeah. If half of that contract was coming back to Chicago, or maybe not even half, let's say a quarter, a half is pretty steep. Let's say a quarter of that contract comes back to the Cubs. Mm-hmm. You're going to pause before you sign it, right? Maybe, yeah. Because there's there should be something to, right now, what is the value of having a player that you can put on a qualifying offer? Nothing. Nothing it's a yeah. one-year deal, and then you're going to have to go back and renegotiate. Mm-hmm. The team is not getting anything besides a second, third round draft pick. There's yeah. so many players in baseball, and it takes four, five, six, seven years for a draft pick to in that second or third round to make it to the majors if they ever make it at all. Mm-hmm. That's your compensation for losing a star player who's on your MLB roster. Right. It doesn't seem. You want competitive balance. That's what we always hear about. That's why they have the competitive balance, you know, rules that they do. Make it so that if a team offers a player qualifying offer, 25% of the contract they sign with another team goes back to the team they just left. So then they can go out and sign somebody else. Hmm. I think it's at least something to think about. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Something to ponder. NHL. Yep. Find a star that is marketable outside of hockey. I know there's Connor McDavid. 
Yeah. But he's not really a marketable guy. He's mm. more of a hockey fan guy, right? Guess so, yeah. You not need, a personality. You need a guy that you can put in commercials, who you can put on TV, who can be the face of the NHL to more than just the NHL fans. Mm-hmm. And the NHL fans can have, those diehard fans can have their guy that this is the face of the NFL, NHL. That's fine. But you need that mainstream guy who can bring in a new audience. It's how you grow, by bringing in a new audience that's not viewing you yet. Mm. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I you find it out that. NHL. It's your job. I don't know who that is either. Not mine. Mm. NASCAR. Yep. Let the personalities of your drivers come through. Don't stifle it. Let them be who they are. That's what we want to see. Mm-hmm. We want to see them get out of the car and be upset. We want to see them be funny. We want to see them be whatever. Right. Don't stifle them. <laughs> Let them be who they are. Mm-hmm. Because we'll cheer for them more. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll, th- yeah, they don't let them do that. No. Let them be angry. Don't fine them if they cuss in a in an interview after a race where they get taken out. Mm-hmm. You're stifling them. Let them be because we're all thinking it at home. Yep. We're putting ourselves in our shoes and we're saying if we were in our shoes, we weren't going to say, well, you know, he he just got into me and I really feel bad about it. And, <laughs> you know, it, by golly, it hurts the team. And I just can't believe he did that. That's not what we're saying at home. At home, we're going, that no good blah, blah, blah just hit me and blah, blah, blah. Right. Let them be who they are. And finally, my one for the NFL, Travis. Yep. Move the Texans. That's it. (laughs) Move the Texans. Move the Texans. Get them out of Houston, out of the NFL. Get them out of everything because they're bad. Hmm. They're all bad. Want them gone. Go away. Go away, Houston. Get rid of them. All right, that's all my resolutions. <laughs> oh, and golf and live. Get over yourselves. Get over yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so uh, let's uh, take a look here. And uh, it's always uh, nice to look back and uh, let's take a look at some of the people that have uh, passed on uh, this year in the celebrity uh, world first and then the sports world and then. Uh, a few from uh, the world of sports and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, number one here on the list, and it happened all the way back in January that you may have forgot about, uh, but uh, Bob Saget. Oh, yeah. January 9th, yeah. 65, I found a dead in his hotel room mm-hmm. after a comedy show the night before, I believe. Yep, yep. Uh, legendary singer Meatloaf. Oh, yeah. Uh, January 20th, 74. Comedian Louis Anderson mm-hmm. in January uh, was uh, battling uh, with cancer. Yep. And he was 68. Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins mm-hmm. uh, found dead in his hotel room on March 25th at the age of 50. Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, I forgot about A Gilbert long Godfrey. illness, his family announced. And that was on April 12th. Uh, country music world uh, Naomi Judd, uh, one half mm-hmm. of the Judds. And she passed away back in April at 76. 
this was not a, a good year for uh, gangsters, or if you played uh, gangsters in movies, uh, Goodfellow's uh, Ray Loretta died mm-hmm. in his sleep at 67. He also was, of course, in uh, Field of Dreams as well. James Kane, just uh, if you watched uh, the movie Elf, mm. of course, was, was in that, but yep. he was in Godfather. Um, and he passed away in uh, July at 82, and also a uh, star in uh, Goodfellas as well, Paul Servino, uh, Natural Causes at age of 83 on July 25th. Hmm. Um, and I think there was another one that I uh, lost uh, off the list, but uh, it's kind of weird. I, I couldn't find the exact list that I was uh, looking for. Right. Uh, there, uh, someone from the God, not Godfather, but the Sopranos. Mm. Uh, as well passed away so not a good uh, year for gangsters no. in 2022 no. uh leave it to beaver actor tony dow uh, passed away in uh, july 77 olivia newton john yeah from greece on august 8th my birthday oh man yeah so uh, your birthday will always be known as the day olivia newton i know summer loving it's not. Came to an end. August 8th man yeah olivia newton john uh we lost the queen this year September eighth, oh, yeah. Queen Elizabeth the second. Yep, forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Big deal and the whole ceremonies that mm-hmm. followed. I forgot about this one. September twenty eighth, we lost Coolio. No, Coolio. Yep. Oh man. September twenty eighth at the age of fifty nine. On October fourth, uh, Loretta Lynn, country music icon. There, she mm-hmm. was a ninety. We lost Hagrid. From Harry Potter, yes. Robbie uh, Coltrane uh, was a 72. Uh, man, this one uh, hurt me because uh, this guy was really funny. Leslie Jordan in uh, October 24th, he passed away mm-hmm. um, suddenly there from Will and Grace. And he was kind of a star of the quarantine 2020 on TikTok. Anytime you need a laugh, yeah. listen to Leslie Jordan. Uh, listen to WAP for the first time. I think he was also on uh, The Masked Singer. He was a judge on there. I don't know about that, but I do know he was on a recent show on Fox. So, yeah. Uh, he was a funny guy. Uh, Migos, rapper Takeoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, shot and killed in uh, November 1st. Here's our childhood, Eric. Aaron Carter was found yeah. dead in his home November 5th. Everybody come get it. Yeah. And uh, Power, the Power Rangers, Jason yep. David Frank, yep, the Green and White Ranger, passed away 49 on November 20th. Uh, Fleetwood Mac co-vocalist and keyboardist Christine McVie mm-hmm. passed away. Uh, Christy Alley on December 5th. Yeah, who's talking now? And uh, Twitch from yes. Ellen DeGeneres, dead yep. suicide on December. 13th sticks out there from the celebrity world Mm -hmm. and that's all i had for celebrities okay um let's see here the uh um sports figures that passed away just recently uh just the other day pele pele yesterday star player 82 he passed away at three world cups to Mm -hmm. his name also a very recently here uh, last week uh, franco harris as yep. he was uh, supposed to be honored with his jersey retirement there. They ended up doing it anyways, but uh, 72 mm-hmm. he was uh, for Franco. Uh, Mike Leach, 
yeah. on December 12th at 61. Uh, Paul Silas, he was a longtime player and a coach, NBA champion as a player as well, college basketball Hall of Famer, passed away December 11th. Uh, Grant Wall, uh, American soccer journalist uh, covering the World Cup. Yep. 49 he was on December 10th. Uh, let's get it on. Ms. Yeah. Lane. Yeah. Miles Lang, uh, of the, course, the uh, boxing referee as well as the celebrity death match yes. as well. He was 85. He was also the uh, ref for uh, Tyson Holyfield right? with the famous ear. He's the one who called it. And I believe he was also a celebrity uh, judge as well, yes. Judge Mills Lang. Yes. <laughs> uh, Cardinal family lost uh, Hall of Famer Bruce Suter, um, and he pitched for the Cubs too, right? He did, yes. And he was 69 there. Uh, we also have uh, Dave Dryden. He was a, a goalie in the NHL for nine seasons, but he was kind of uh, wore the first modern goalie mask mm-hmm. uh, that we know today. He was 81, and uh, that was on October 4th. On August 24th at 87, Lynn Dawson, of course, he was a quarterback all 19 seasons for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, or mostly with the uh, Chiefs there. He led them to uh, a Super Bowl mm-hmm. uh, victory as well. Uh, Pete Carell, he was a legendary basketball coach at Princeton. He imp- implied the Princeton offense. He was 92. Here's a couple big ones. Vince Scully yeah. on August 2nd. He was 94th, the GOAT of announcing there. And one of the GOATs in basketball, Bill Russell as well, yeah. been uh, tributing him this entire NBA season with patches on their and they, uh, jerseys and retired his number uh, yeah. league-wide as well. Yeah. And he was 88. Named a... a like a community service award after him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hank Goldberg, an ESPN personality. Mm. Uh, he specialized in NFL games before it was kind of popular yeah. to bet on them, before sports betting got popular and horse racing as well. He was 82, and that was the 4th of July. Mm. Goose, the goose, yeah. Tony Saragusa. He was 55, of course, played for uh, the Ravens, won a Super Bowl with them, and then he was a Fox reporter on the sidelines until 2015. But he was 55. Uh, basketball player for Michigan State, I remember him for the final four runs, Adrian Payne. Uh, he was only 31, and mm-hmm. he was a first-round pick of the Hawks in 2014. We also had Dwayne Haskins, yep. April 9th. He was only 24 yep. there for Haskins. John Clayton, NFL reporter, household oh. name there at ESPN. Oh, I keep forgetting that one. 67 on March 18th. That one hurts. Yeah. As soon as you say that, I immediately think, Mom, I'm done with my segment. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Mm. Uh, let's see here. We also had uh, Dan Reeves as well. He passed away on the first day of uh, the new year. Uh, and we also had Kathy uh, Whitworth. She was 83, and she was a record holder for a women's U.S. golf there mm-hmm. uh, she has the most wins on yeah. the for women yep on their tour so uh that's all i had for our sports figures now do you have entertainment figures i do have sports and entertainment figures okay well let me get to a couple of other sports figures uh-huh gaylord perry the pitcher oh yeah december 1st at the age of 84 anthony rumble johnson rumble MMA johnson fighter. yeah mma fighter died at the age of 38 uh coy gibbs the father of Ty Gibbs, the son of Joe Gibbs, passed away tragically after Ty won oh, the yeah, championship. Right, yeah. That very night, he died in his sleep at the age of 49. Gavin Escobar, former NFL player, played with the Dallas Cowboys, was a tight end, died September 28th at the age of 31 in a rock climbing accident. Um, Charles Johnson, 
former NFL wide receiver, died at the age of 50, July 19th. Jalen Ferguson, NFL player as well, died at the age of 26 on June 22nd. Hmm. So those are some of the athletes I had. And uh, some of the uh, athletes that I had uh, from the uh, sports and entertainment industry uh, that I mean um, uh, a little bit more to Eric and I, mm-hmm. f- uh, a fan of the uh, Sport of Kings. That's our show. So uh, professional wrestling. Yes, I always like to take a look back. And we actually had a light year yeah, for we did, uh, deaths. So uh, thank goodness for that. But unfortunately, uh, we lost uh, Sarah Lee. Yep. She was a part of WWE Tough Enough, another one of those situations kind of with the same along the lines of twitch uh, she was only 30 and so she passed away uh, there so mom wife so check on your friends make sure uh, those that you love are okay on a daily basis uh, for sure you don't know what anyone is going through Mm -hmm. Uh, there way too soon there at uh, 30 we had uh, gene labelle Uh, he uh, died at 89 he was kind of a famous trainer Mm -hmm. as well he kind of worked on some movie sets and some stunt work uh, as well uh, there and uh, some wrestlers what like Brian Danielson does he was he involved to, uh, with him trained him a little bit maybe I don't know 100% so I don't want to say something if it's wrong sure but it, he does use his move the label lock yeah so uh, we also had a pair of uh, WWE officials referees mm-hmm. Dave Hebner the uh, he was a 73 of course his twin brother uh, Earl Hebner was a part in one of the most famous angles and one of the most watched shows of all time back in uh, 1998. I believe this was the rematch from uh, WrestleMania. Three. It was Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and the uh, double Hebners there. You didn't know that there were two yep. brothers there working at uh, the World Wrestling Federation. And, uh, again, if you haven't seen that, uh, look it up. It's one of the most famous things that uh, WWE has ever done. And uh, speaking of Andre and the uh, officials, uh, Tim White, he mm-hmm. was uh, 68, passed away on June 19th. Uh, Tim White was a longtime referee, and he was also a uh, – you might have seen him on some Andre the Giant documentaries as he was also a frequent travel partner yeah. of uh, Andre's there. So he's got a ton of uh, travel stories w- with Andre. So you yeah, look it up here in uh, the mystique of uh, Andre the Giant. So uh, Boss and Tim White are reunited there up in heaven, though. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, one of the uh, uh, figureheads and one of the uh, biggest guys outside of uh, the promotion in the United States, uh, Antonio Inoki. Uh, long time in Japan for New Japan Pro Wrestling. He passed away at a 79 earlier this year. And uh, we have a elite addition to uh, the uh, list here as Don West, the uh, longtime commentator there for TNA, Impact Wrestling, uh, what he was like in his 50s yep. or uh, something like that. And that literally it just came in today. Yeah. So yep. uh, as we're recording this, so... Uh, man, uh, it was always uh, fun to uh, listen to with uh, Mike Tanay in uh, TNA there. And then the last but certainly uh, not least, uh, you knew that I would finish uh, with this guy. As uh, you know the quote that I'm going to say, hard work pays off, dreams come true, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Mm-hmm. We lost Scott Hall. Razor yep. Ramon passed away in March. He was only 63. Yep. For Razor, R.I.P. That one hurt. It definitely hurt big All time. All of them hurt. 
all of them do. But, you know, uh, Tony Onoki, uh, big for the business, uh, was significant. And uh, Scott Hall, for sure, uh, two of the biggest ones that impacted the world of professional wrestling uh, this year. But, man, Scott Hall. Yeah. Gone. Only 63. Yep. So yep. Complications from surgery. Right. Yeah, it was a freak, yeah. a freak thing. Yeah. So, R.I.P., to all those uh, ladies and gentlemen that have uh, passed on here in the world of 2022. Yeah, we need to start putting this at the beginning of the show because I hate leaving on such a sad note. Yeah. Thanks for the year of 2022, Travis. Thanks for hanging Absolutely. out with me almost every day. Yeah, almost this every year, day. Literally. Almost every day. We're even sometimes here. when we're not even at work. Yeah, we still find time to... <laughs> Do this uh-huh. show that we love, uh-huh. and I was I was joking with my wife, uh, actually earlier today as we we're recording this, and I told her, yeah, I gotta go back to work. So I met up with her for lunch, and I said, yeah, I gotta go back to work, but it's not really work because I get to talk for five hours about sports with my best friend. So five hours, <laughs> just about, just about five hours, <laughs> uh, talking sports with my good friend. So, uh, oh man, that's what makes this show fun. Yeah, for so. sure. Yep. Enjoy it, man. I was having to do it with someone I didn't like. Oh, boy, it would be a chore coming in here every day. Right. It would be a log. That's for sure. So. Lots uh, more coming in 2023. Yep. Onward and upward. Uh, cheers. We'll clink the glass. We'll break the champagne. Countdown is on. The greatest the year. ball will drop. Obviously, it's Jordan's year, 23. Oh. So we're going to do something great for, for his heirs. Oh, yeah. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready for that. I that's not gonna find out. Find out. Yeah, that joke's not gonna get old <laughs> at all or whatever. Seeing the number twenty-three, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's it's always different when you have to write the date down. It's yeah. not twenty twenty-two anymore. Yeah, it's twenty-three. I'll say so this: I've made some down. mistakes here at our studios, putting stuff into our systems and put twenty twenty-two instead of twenty twenty-three. <laughs> all right. Well, we appreciate you all in. Uh, Thank you to everyone that has uh, stuck out with us, and uh, thanks for listening all year long. Thanks for uh, downloading it all year long as well. And here's to the new year, and we'll talk to you in 2023. Have a safe and happy new year, everyone. Goodbye.